Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, today I am in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I have the pleasure of speaking with Stephanie Lian. So Stephanie, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. You know, it's because of you, I've had a very fabulous day today. I got to learn some ballroom dance moves, right? The swing and also um, the salsa from a professional dancer. And I actually got to interview him. I got to interview the owner of the dance studio, which is? Demir. Oh, Eurorhythm. Yeah, Eurorhythm, mm -hmm. and, and it was Demir. So thank you so much, because it, it's because of you that all of this awesomeness here in Scottsdale happened for our crew today. Thanks. Talk to us, though, about your passion, because I know that your passion has to do with dance as well. It does. So when I was a little girl, I can remember wishing I were a ballerina. Like all I ever wanted to be was this beautiful ballerina. And it became apparent to me that I didn't have that body type or I wasn't talented enough to be what that was called for in the ballet world. And in my mind, all I ever thought of dance was ballet or nothing. And so I danced as a kid all the way through high school. And then I put it away in a little box and I put it up on a shelf and I thought it's time to be an adult and grow up. And I put it away. And then 10 years later, 100 pounds heavier, burned out. And I go, I got to do something different. And so I signed up for a gym. And I'm on the treadmill. And I see this guy, and he's teaching lessons in the rec room. That looks way more fun than what I'm doing on the stupid treadmill. Let me try that. And something magical happened. I was suddenly reintroduced to this passion that I had had as a little girl and it looked completely different than I ever thought it would. I always wished I could be a partner with somebody and that was never possible with the world that I grew up of dancing and then suddenly there is a new way of being and I'll tell you when I first started dancing I cried at every lesson. I saw myself in the mirror, I saw how my body was, moving my hips was really confronting for me. Um, to even wear heels was really difficult. It was a lot of pressure and weight and just wearing heels. It's like a different way of being. I had blisters on blisters and something within me was like, keep showing up. There's no reason about it. And I did. And I kept dancing and I kept dancing and been through a bunch of dance teachers in a bunch of places. And I've competed, competed like, in the full ballroom regalia, big, small, all different ways. And I've won competitions and I've won awards and I've lost horribly as well. And it's been amazing. What did you have to push through to keep showing up? I had to push through any idea 
of what reality was telling me. Like here's this picture of what reality is and what society says a woman is, if she's beautiful, if she's sexy, if she's, um, what her value lies in. I feel like we get it from being beautiful. And that was like the antithesis of what I felt about myself. So I continued to show up in sweatpants, in um, beat up shoes. And so yeah, it was like, I had to get through what everyone else had ever said about what a beautiful and sexy woman was. Do you feel beautiful and sexy now? Sometimes. When do you feel your best? Great question. Um, when I'm centered in myself, when I realize that I'm a spiritual being having a human experience and that who we are is so much bigger than what our bodies look like, when I can just like let go of that. I love it when I'm dancing and I'm just dancing and I'm not looking in the mirror and evaluating and judging and figuring out what looks right and what looks bad and oh, I should look like this and there should be negative space here and there's all that stuff. When the conversation is quiet, when I'm simply connecting with my partner. And feeling. Oh, it's the best thing ever. What do you think you've learned about yourself? Hmm. We don't have time. We don't have time. Check out my blog. There's a, a bit of that. Um, Would you tell everybody the name of your blog? It used well, to be what? It used to be Biggest Girl in the Ballroom. Biggest Girl yeah, in the Ballroom. Because I felt like, well, that's who I'm showing up to be. And that's what people see me as. And then I got, well, what are you putting forward? Who are you really? It, and if I'm really being a stand for who we are as human beings, then I'm beautiful. <laughs> some beautiful girl in the ballroom now and that came out of a conversation with one of the extraordinary professional dancers at Eurorhythm and she knew me for days when she had that conversation with me that's the kind of space that's created there um, so yeah I mean I've been through quite a journey a very transformed journey from one level of consciousness and um, self condemnation, self-hate, self-loathing, wishing I were other than I were, healing, transcendence, all this. And I guess if I was going to say anything, the first thing that anybody ever has to do is put down the hammer. We can't transcend anything until we stop beating ourselves up. Do you have a most memorable, and it could be for positive or negative reasons, do you have the most memorable dance competition? Or, or performance of any kind? <clears throat> I've had many. Um, the one that comes to mind is I checked off something off my bucket list. There's a competition called the Ohio Star Ball, and it's like the Wimbledon for us amateurs, right? It's like the biggest competition. And I got invited to dance there because I won. And this was like not planned. I could not have, and I was not prepared. Like everything was wrong about it, but I was like, I'm a yes, because this is bucket list material. And so I won this competition and then I won my scholarship and then I won against the other people. And then they're like, here's your letter, come join us. And I was like, I've already blown all my resources. I don't have any money, but I'm going to be there. I'll see you in Ohio. <laughs> and I ha if I were really going to be competitive, I would have been competing all the year up. I would have been seen. I would have been having coachings. I would have been in better fit, fitness, all this stuff. <sighs> but I didn't. And so I went and it was like a total 
meltdown, actually. And I'm so glad I went. It was the best thing ever. And one of the most amazing pieces was, the whole reason I went was because I got a 90-second solo with my partner, Ivan. He was one of the first instructors that um, really helped me break through a bunch of stuff and helped me come out behind my wall a little bit. And um, the moment that I'm thinking of is I got present to, hey, Ivan, guess where we are? We're on this big stage. All these people are seeing us. And I grabbed his face, and I looked him in the face and said, Ivan, I love you. I'm so excited that I get to dance with you right now in this moment. And like, whatever happens, happens. And whatever doesn't, doesn't. But I was so grateful to be present enough to just appreciate the journey he and I have been on, all he has poured into my life, and that we were there together right then. And then I totally lost. <laughs> but I totally won, right? Yes. How'd the dance go? Well, you can see the video of it. I think I did pretty well. Like You'll have in to terms give us of, a link and we'll include it in the show notes for this episode. And, um, you know, like as far as dancing goes, it's great. But, you know, as far as placing goes, not so much. Bop kiss. Right. That's okay. <laughs> So here's the thing, you know, I always try to get my audience to act because I believe if they envision something for themselves and then explore what it would take to do and mm -hmm. then execute a plan that they can pursue their passion. So what advice do you have for them on that front? Because that's exactly what you did here by reintegrating dance mm -hmm. into your life. Yeah, I would say it doesn't have anything to do with the plan. Like quit, quit making plans and schedules and all this. No. It's like, feel something in your heart and then say yes to it. And then be amazed by what one little yes can unfold into. I did not expect I would have a blog. I did not expect there would be more than 500 followers. I did not expect people would recognize me and my dance teacher when I went to other states. I did not expect I'd be having this conversation with you about it. And that was all from a yes to, I'm on this treadmill and this sucks and I want something better. That's it. Simple as that. Thank you so much for talking to <laughs> us. Really, it was great, Stephanie. Thank you. What a pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful. You can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along.